it's just mm, I, I just don't know how to describe it but one thing I do know is that out of that time period I know I had two people ask me for a feature so I had um I had sent them back I know I sent them both back and I think that's the only time I actually went to the studio for real I went to a Portsmouth studio out there um yeah I went to a Portsmouth studio that guy was that guy was nice it, my engineer was also named Dwayne so we already we clicked good um for night shift I I definitely wrote that in night shift I was on my forklift all the bosses had left so I was just driving around just making money to be honest I'm tired at this point so I'm really just not caring I'm kicking back once everyone's turn I'm writing the verse really quick I wrote half of it in the bathroom and half of it like in the back where I knew no cameras would be. And with losing, I was, <laughs> like I said before, I was always just either in my room on the weekend or just having nothing to do. So I was like, hey, I actually have a feature. I'm going to just write this down. And, yeah, of course it wasn't the, the hook. The hook, the hook came after whatever, but I, you know, after I started uh, forming the tape, because at first it was just the verse, and, um, I'm not going to say who it was, because they essentially ended up not putting the verse on the tape altogether. But pretty much I was like, okay, what do you want the, um, cause he just sent the beat. He, he didn't send like the open verse. He said, just rap from here to here. I was like, okay, what is the song about? Or what do you want me to rap about? He was like, just rap about whatever's going on in your life right now. Or however you're feeling right now. So that's definitely... When you look back on that verse, that's definitely where I was right then and there at that moment. And I think, and I feel like that was needed. That part was needed, definitely, because in the, in that big time, in that big time span I took of just not writing it's definitely something I wasn't used to in a way like I was but it just felt different like stepping back from something and then coming back to it and it having that uh that same impact that it has always given you so it just it just felt good so i think the fact that i took that long 
to, um, it didn't take long to write that verse, but the time it took me to finally write another verse again, I think that's what makes the verse for losing my favorite verse on the tape. Because it was just the most, really the most transparent. Um... I would say you realize some stuff that you hadn't, or like, not really you hadn't realized, but you hadn't taken the time to notice before, too. Well, if you just have a free canvas and see what you make out of that free canvas, in a way. But that's pretty much how, in a nutshell, how Night Shift and... I think I'll talk about pretty much um, Night Shift 2 because this was like, this was a beat I had already featured someone on, but like, it wasn't anything that was like officially produced. Um, so with, um, I know with Night Shift, instead of because I know I, I know I say, I guess I'm supposed to let my mind free. I'm just thankful that none of these niggas mind read. And there was a saxophone in the background. So instead I say, nah, let the sax play while all my niggas hop in a bag like it's a sack race. I think that's the only thing I changed it. I changed in the song. And I don't know why he didn't drop it. I guess it was just a cool idea just to like have because there's two ver I have two versions of like the same beat and like the only difference is honestly my bro got better in rapping so he had a um bigger section to show out his pen game but after those two I know I wrote changes after that, or changed. Um, yeah, and that's when I really felt the pressure of everything, because I done got rejected from these houses, wasn't making enough money, other supposed roommates were definitely selling the bag, but now I'm still trying to get that. <coughs> Excuse me. I was definitely still trying to get it together, though. Excuse me. But. Oof, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say that's when, like, I felt the pressure of everything. And for the hook, the reason I made that the hook is, in a sense... It was, <laughs> it was kind of ironic, right? Because, like, of course, like, I would be like, go ahead, turn the speakers on out loud enough. But, like, I knew it, it just, like, I'm sure y'all know it, too. It's not really, like, one of those, it's not really a hype song. Like, of course, like, I feel like the, of course, the beat sounds good, like, when it's blasting. And, like, I like the sample. 
But the reason I was like, I would be like, go ahead, turn the speakers, they're not loud enough. Pretty much, um, blasting, like, bumping music. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to think that right now. I'm trying to vibe. I feel like that's why I said that. And... I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I was, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like we're just in the right direction. And I don't want to say it was the pandemic's fault, because niggas could still grind and shit. But I feel like I just saw a lot of shit change, like, even as far as like, the way people act and shit. I would see that change people like on a personal level, like just having slightly more attention than this person. And I sat there and realized I was like if hmm I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I word this right, but let's say if damn I don't know the best way to say it. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just retract I'm gonna just retract off of it and I'm gonna say I would try my very best to um be at a place where like regardless of who I'm around you just don't change you know I feel like I'm at this point right now but it's like I will see other people and realize that they didn't even notice the change so it's like if people if other people don't notice they're changing, what makes it what makes it so that I'm the exception? It doesn't really make it that way. Um so that's something I realized. I have to reflect back on myself. And yeah. I'm trying to think. So, yeah, I wasn't changing because of, or I would say, I didn't want people to think I would change or like switch up the way I approach things because of rap itself. Because I don't think anyone really wants to be looked at like that, for real, for real. And of course I'm thinking futuristically because there's definitely a long... I would say a long journey to go for the music aspect of stuff and building it up like I think that's another thing I feel like I've acknowledged the amount of work or like a general a general idea of the amount of work I'll have to put into something and I definitely scaled it out with music and 
knowing like the graph I have for it, I know I'm going to have to work a whole lot harder. And I'm glad I had the time to be broke as well because um, a lot of my plans specified as in marketing, but I started to realize there's a lot cheaper ways that I can market, you know, ways I wouldn't have acknowledged if I didn't spend that time being broke because I would have just spent the money. I'm trying to, before I like segue off, I didn't even get to the point Well, I did. I did pretty much say why I was kind of happy the Tyler concert got canceled. I didn't, though. That's a shame. That is a shame. This is like a practice episode, if anything. No, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to definitely still drop it. But cause who, says a pod- who says a podcast has to be perfect? Nobody. But... Pretty much to sum it up, because I feel like I went to like near the end of it all and then I just um, changed topics completely. But pretty much when it got it, I, I checked over with bro like two weeks ago. And he was like, I'm going to check over with my, my dad since it got sent to his dad's crib. Now. For some insight, we do not trust his father. I will not say bad things about his father, but um, just know off camera I do. And he can catch the hands, I'm not going to lie. He can he can definitely run the fade. And especially if I found out this nigga had my Tyler, the creator tickets. I'm not even gonna say what what would have happened, but um, but pretty much, yeah, I was convinced that dude had my tickets, bro, and I'm glad I didn't have to act a fool, cause today would have been the day. I'm saying today, cause it's like 5 a.m. Today would have been the day. That I would have went to work all night and all night on my story, I would have been seeing the Tyler concert that I could have been at. The Tyler concert that I could have been at. And I told multiple people who were going, I said, if you see that person's father, at the concert. That's it. If you see it, just let me know. Already to know. Because I was going to go up there today. And like, what can you do? What can you do if they don't? Like, I can't go in his house. All I could. Honestly. I could make something happen. For real. Like, if I pulled up all the receipts. 
and be like, yeah, it says it was here, but I still feel like that nigga would have just lied. And that's the shit that just pisses me off the most, I feel like. Because it's like, damn. Even still, that shit was a good 130. I'm not gonna lie, that shit would have hurt. That shit would have hurt watching, um, watching the concert, too. Because, I don't know. It's like, I would hear people say, like, oh, I'm going to the Tyler concert. I'll see it on my story. And my blood would boil. And, like, I think I... Just like recently realized it was why. It was because, like, that Tyler, uh, that Tyler concert was literally my motivation. In a point of my life, that Tyler concert ticket was the motivation for me to keep moving forward. That's crazy to think about. Um,. I don't know. But it did get canceled. You know. Obviously if you were planning to go. This is not a. Aha to you. Because of course I wanted to vibe too. But I really feel like I'm. Happy because one. I know that if that bitch ass nigga. Did. Did have my ticket. He did not go. And I know that there's a possibility I might be getting my money back, which I really hope it is. Oh, I'm about to check that Chartway. <laughs> I'm about to check that Chartway Arena website and see if I can get my money back. That's a shame. That, that is just a shame, like, just listen to shit like that and just be like, damn, niggas. But, I don't know. It's like, I feel like, I feel like when I get on this podcast, I'm not, I'm not in a clear direction with it. I need to get better at that. Um, this is gonna be the episode or at least right now, what I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to be more consistent and care less about me getting off topic or me not really knowing what to talk about. I'm going to just drop these so they be consistent. And we're going to have, because the main goal for these podcasts is really for interviews. But I know that I'm not going to get an interview every week at least right now so for right now we're just gonna build the podcast keep it going um if i do add an extra episode i'll either add it right after this one or a completely different episode altogether with that being said though i hope y'all have a good one i hope y'all be safe out there continue to go hard at what you do And I think that's it. Y'all be safe, and I'll catch y'all in the next one. Peace. What is good, y'all? It's P.O.D. Canyon, 
and I'm back with another episode of the Deep Canyon Podcast. How have y'all been doing today? How have y'all been doing? I think it's been about three weeks since the last episode. This is the third one. I believe this is the All In Your Head episode for the tape. I think the tape dropped about a week and a half ago, so about 10 days. Um, I dropped a seven tape project, a seven episode project called All In Your Head. Um, I didn't really get the chance to promote it like that, but I'll definitely give a little bit of insight later about it um, as the podcast goes on. But, um, I know I want to talk about something first. Um, because I just saw that the Tyler the Creator concert got canceled. And I definitely don't want to sound like a asshole, but it kind of put a smile on my face. Now, before y'all hate me, before y'all say, oh, you're a hater, all this, let me bring y'all back. Let me bring y'all back to, like, I think it was July, August. All I know is that last summertime was not a summertime to remember at all. I was working, like, 18 hours. No, I was definitely working, like, 18 hours. Um... Because the lease for my old house ended in June. So I was ar- I already started working the two jobs just so I could build a pay stub and go to another house. But I would work those two jobs for 18 hours, mind you. And they still, I, I went to multiple apartment complexes. Even with the, even the ones, because with apartment complexes, you have to make about three times the amount of rent. Well, you have to make three times the amount that rent cost. So I would go to a complex that is only like 800. Now, mind you, the average, just in my state alone, is about a thousand pretty much fifteen hundred a month but like if you find a good one or like one that don't cost that much it'll be like 800 i still wasn't making enough to get in and it was like i'm already it was like at this point it's just clear as day that um Shit just ain't set up for us to win. I'm not gonna lie. Because it's like... There's so many people making like... Well, less now, but since like minimum wage and stuff is raising. But there's just so many people living off of 12 an hour. And I don't know how we do it. Because it's like... I know we can like... Everyone can... um if they have the right discipline, they can manage stuff. But 
I don't know. It's just something about how that shit's set up. I don't know why. No one looked at that and was like, um, this shit ain't right at all. They are still focused on, but, but Biden's focused on other niggas' PPP loans. But it's, uh, fuck it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that though. But, um, so yeah, I realized I don't have enough. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I need, I definitely need a place to stay. So I stayed with my, um, this is actually when the first episode started to put it into context. No, because I didn't drop that episode. Um, I think I'll put that episode at the end of this one. But that was like a practice episode I did. Um, and I think I only dropped it on SoundCloud. But pretty much, I stayed with my aunt and my uncle while still working those two jobs. Um... Ooh, another thing. Um, excuse me. I also lost my car within that same time span that the um, lease ended. That's also an important piece. When I was um, in my other job, in my other house, I spent a lot of that time working up to save on that car. So, like, I was like, okay, three months before the lease I did, I got my goal, which was to pretty much have a transportation, to a reliable source of transportation. Um, I don't know. It felt, it was weird, right? Because when I got it, it felt good. It felt like, I was like, yes, this is something I've been working on since I lost my car, so, you know, it felt good, but it didn't really feel, I don't know, something told me just not to get my hopes up, I don't know if it's because I've been disappointed a lot, but something just told me not to, but of course, I'm not gonna act like I wasn't grateful for the car, like, of course I was. And I used it just as much as I knew that I would. But when I was going from... It's crazy, too. Because it was at the end of the week, too. So I just had that whole weekend to process it. But yeah, I was at the end of one of my uh, long weeks. But it was finished. I was driving back home. And it happened. So the car's just out of the way so now I'm thinking huh okay I'm still at work so now I'm it's like okay so right now it's not too bad but it's like I'm thinking okay if you work to get the car one time you can work to get it again so that's just what I was thinking and I was definitely 
I definitely kept the same. Just kept the same grind. But it was just something about. Ugh. It was like I spent all that time working and working and working. I guess it just felt like I was missing out on life in general. Which was definitely facts. Because that's really what companies like this want you to do. They want you to not necessarily be under contract. But yes, pretty much be owned by them. And no, I'm not talking like I'm some conspiracy theorist. It's just facts. They want you to come there five days out of the seven day weeks. And just consistently just be there regardless of well uh, not like regardless of if you have a life or not it's almost like they assume you don't have a life because they want you to work for them and that's something yeah that's something I didn't really understand until now really or at least until most recently, I would say. So yeah, it's both of these jobs trying to really assume that I don't know what jobs be care. And I, I think they just, yeah, they, they only really um, care about their production. Of course, there's other jobs that like We'll put in hints, but in the grander scale of things, they only care about their production being done. I don't even know if that it's like my kind my mind kinda went one way, so I don't really know how much sense I was making. But let me see where I was. Uh okay, so working there a long time that's definitely around the time I was making the song losing and night shift let me think if there was another one I think it was just those two if I'm correct yeah, that's all I could. No, it was near the near the end of that time period is when I made change. But really, during that time I was at my aunt's in them house. I was. That's when losing a night shift was made. Cause I would be there. I would be at my aunt's house on the weekend, but it would be out the way. And I didn't have a source of transportation. So for like those two days till I went right back to work, I would just be sitting in there. And then that was kind of the bad thing about it because I was just, even when I was like, even when I was at work, like I'll be thinking about the crash a lot. And I would be at work thinking about how hard I've worked before just to be at the same spot I'm in in the long run.
that shit kind of sucked. But, I mean, what could you really do about it except, like, move forward? So, there's nothing I could really do, nothing I could really complain about. So, I just kept doing that. I just kept going to work, kept doing that. But, I don't know. I definitely felt like I was slowly losing it. And there were definitely two things that kept me going. This is a good transition. The first thing is I was I was binge watching One Piece whenever I would um, have those free days off. So it would like, I'm not going to lie, it would be like something to actually look forward to. But when I caught up to One Piece, there wasn't really too many. Sh like I would, I would find a show every now and then. But like I feel like One Piece was just my comfort show in a way, because I had just gotten so so used to it, like the way it is. But um, I caught up to One Piece in Wano, and I had. One more thing that I was looking forward to. And this was around the time that the Tower of the Creator concert tickets dropped. That's crazy. It took me 10 minutes to get to that transition. Well, I guess I was giving some background, so it's not that bad. But the... I, so here was the... <laughs> Here was the situation I was in. I did not have a card at the time. Nope. Um, this was also an issue because I would be taking Ubers to work. I would just manage it right to where, to where when my check hit, I would still have a certain amount of money set only for lifts. And I would still be able to save money and keep going to work. So, with lifts, I could just connect to my PayPal, so I didn't really need a card. But to buy these Tyler tickets, I definitely needed a card or something. Um, I hit up um, this one dude who had this, like, discount code and it was this discount code for front row tickets and let me continue it was a discount code for front row tickets i hit up my bro i'm like yeah i, I got this uh hookup on these uh discount tickets so i'm like oh all I want to know, I have two questions for you. Do you want to uh, get a ticket as well? And could I, I think I said, could I pay, PayPal him the money? And because I didn't really have a set place to stay, could I send the tickets to his house? Now, uh 
probably am guessing what you're thinking. No, this is not an untrustworthy friend. But his parents, on the other hand, I don't know what to tell you about that one. But pretty much, I sent them there because I just, I just knew that I probably, or I was hopeful that I probably wasn't going to be there within the next two or three months. So I was like, I'm going to just send them there because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be living somewhere in Newport News in the next couple of months. So by the time I get over there, I can just pick up the tickets and I can go. Now, this is around the time Call Me When You Get Lost first dropped. And I was just in absolute love with this album. Not gonna lie. So, it was just something about the experience because I have never been to a concert at all either. So I was like, if this is the concert I'm going to where Vince Staples will open up and just, I just knew I was going to have a great ass time. And out of all the things that I knew I was going to have to work for, I bought that because I knew that I pretty much, I pretty much knew I was like, I realized I was looting, losing motivation to do a lot of stuff. And for and to have 18-hour days of work, you got to have a lot of motivation. Like, a whole lot. So I was like, I need something to keep on motivating me to go to work, to get this bread, and know that in the future... I'm gonna be able to I'm gonna be able to make it happen like I did before. So for that motivation, I bought the Tyler concert because honestly, when I was at the point that I was in right then and there, I didn't yeah, I really did not have close to anything to look forward to. So that Tyler concert was, even though it sounds dramatic, that Tyler concert was my motivation to continue moving forward, to continue um, working and knowing that it'll all, it'll all play out how it was supposed to in the end. So... We'll fast forward a little bit. Um, I'll um, I'll talk about night shift. Cause night shift was originally a feature, I think. Um, I think it was a feature I sent out, but think both night shift and losing were just features I sent out while I was working because I wasn't really no nah, I wasn't really work 
wasn't really working on the music like that because I was just at work all day. And it was like, even if I did spend that time like on the weekend to do that, I was just like, I feel like... I feel like if I spent money to go to the studio on the weekend while I was working to get my car and working to get a crib for the time period that I was in, it would be counterproductive because I had a steady goal that I was working to in that time period. Um, so instead of that steady goal, I decided I was gonna put the music on the side and just work it out. That's what I did for like a good two to three month period. I was just working, working, working. So. Checking to see if it works. We're good. How are y'all doing? I'm glad that y'all made it here. I'm crazy. It's been a minute since I even thought I'd do this. This was a um, first edition of my podcast. It's September 18th, 2021. I've been trying to do this for a minute. Probably like since December, but... I kept on really stopping myself because I didn't really know which direction I would really take it in. Um, I didn't want to just really talk about music the whole time. So, I feel like there's a lot of different stuff and I have a lot of different things to tell. So what I decided I would do, I would probably tell a story for in the past and probably something that happened this week and after that whatever I feel like talking about I can do that as well so for this week one of the things I I did a couple of features but okay let me bring this let me bring this back real quick so I, I did get sent a couple of features out. Not all of them went through. So, to bring this back even further. Oh, I gotta bring, I gotta bring this back for this to, for the picture to be clear for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, I'll start with when I first had uh, car problems and stuff. So, this is like... 2019 so back in back in uh i would say about like yeah right before 2020 started i know right 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 before right before it really gets bad but yeah i it was like december i was working on uh moving out of my parents house i was trying to um get a better job because I had like two jobs back then I was working at the boys and girls club and I would work auto bell in the morning so I didn't have a car yet I was was working to get one because it had broke 
Um, funny thing about it, uh, I had a a gray 2004 Toyota Corolla that was a stick shift. It had um, it had like a leak in the engine, so no oil. I remember applying for like great with Lodge in uh, Williamsburg. I'm in Virginia, by the way. Um, I went from Newport News to Williamsburg, and after my interview, didn't get the job. But after the interview, I went to Napa to try to get it worked on, since it was like close to my house. And apparently, because this is when like I'm definitely one of those people who would see the check engine light on. And if it's nothing that I knew about the car, I, I just keep it pushing. Worry about it later, as long as it doesn't break down. So my car definitely wasn't going as fast as it could be. I think it was maxing out at like 60 miles per hour in fifth gear. So yeah, that was a, that was a big issue. And apparently, when I got to Napa, I had found out that you know how they got if y'all know cars you know it has the four cylinders apparently i was driving with only not not only not even two cylinders working i was driving with only one cylinder working all the way from newport news to williamsburg and then going back from williamsburg to newport news so i had to drop a crazy bag on that car and then it still ended up not working i think i mm, i had to uh i was trying to go to bush gardens meet someone there and it did the it it pretty much it it failed on me so um forever smoking napa <laughs> forever smoking napa's pack like i will definitely break them down in a wood roll them up and face them because i had to spend like dog i'm talking I had to drop like 300 on that car and they said that they had all the cylinders working they literally changed the oil but I guess there was a leak with the oil so they didn't um they didn't uh, I guess they didn't see that there was a leak there or they decided to look over it so the oil leaked out of the car again and there was like no oil this time so that car r.i.p r.i.p the toyota man that that has some good memories in there because before i had that car for like dang i had it for at least a year and a half because i had it senior year so going back did not have a car at the time at least so i was trying to get Mm, honestly, the way I was working, I was like, man, ugh, it don't even matter what type of car I get, as long as I get a car, because I didn't realize, here's the thing, I was, this whole time, and like, until like, near the end of 2020, at least, I was working to get the Toyota fix. Um, what had happened with the Toyota after that, I had a neighbor who I had bought it off of 
So he like worked on cars regularly. I'm like, yo, this engine is no good at all. So you think you could help me out? Because I'm not gonna lie, the way I was working, told you, Auto Bell, uh, Boys and Girls Club, I only, I really did the Boys and Girls Club just because, you know, I, I like making a difference and stuff like that, uh, being a good impact for the kids. So that that really wasn't the bag, and Auto Bell was just really making no money there. And my parents made me pay three hundred dollars rent and more. So yeah, I, I really wasn't saving. So when I seen the um, when I had um, seen my neighbor, he said he could um, he knew a lot of like junkyards who sold like used parts. So I was like. Uh, cause I was not trying to spend like 500 Oh no, yeah, that shit would have been dead. So I had, um, he said it would be like 70 just to get the engine. Then I could pay him like 300 to put it in. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna make that happen. So, uh, I, I give him the 70 so he can put the engine in the Toyota. Now, on the this is this is after I got the job though. Um, I had to get a job at Athe's. After that, so like for a hot minute, ooh, I could not save any money to work on the car. So it was. Oh, that brings up memories too. It was. I'd leave it around the corner next to one of the neighbors, really close to my old bus stop. And I remember when I got the, the job at AFES, I would get dropped off at my car right before, because I worked, I worked from 4 to 12.30, Monday through uh, Friday. So that was like my first full-time job after high school so in my like in my agenda I was mad behind because I was really trying to work on music the whole time and man I could barely get any studio sessions in because first of all I was like okay even if I do do drop on the studio session I can't really save up to get no equipment or save up for the car. So with Athe's, it was making, it was 12 an hour. Don't get me wrong. It was not a lot, but it was a lot to me because at first I was making like minimum wage and like nine an hour. So I was like, oh yeah, we, we definitely, we definitely grind and get in this bag. And every, every day after work, it would technically be the next day. That would throw me, <laughs> that would throw me off. I would be like, I could have sworn it was Tuesday all day today my dumb ass but I would um I would get off be in my Toyota hot fox that jump literally almost every night and like those are, those are definitely good memories cause like it would be like especially back then it would be my one moment of peace just vibing out listening to the music that I like to listen to thinking about the different songs I would, man, I'm telling you, I just, I had, uh, 
I had high hopes for how the future would be um, working this because man let me tell you my my dad was like if you don't get this job at Athey's I'm gonna send you to the military because even he it's like it was weird right because he would charge me to live in the house I grew up in but he would complain when I wasn't actually saving money now he's later right now when um I moved out and stuff he was pretty much saying that like yeah um I saved that and that was gonna be for when you uh moved in or something like that and like I I I can kind of see the generosity if I didn't know that that was cap because uh I moved out and I was there for like a couple of months before he even brought that up so I mean like that's their way of apologizing I guess but with that I really wasn't stressing it because all that really told me is that you really gotta you really gotta do this yourself cause it's like especially during that time cause like I got so used to having a car so I would just I would be able to do it all myself but when you don't got a car it's kinda hard to get places you gotta kinda ask people and definitely people could not come and get me a lot of times because I, I was just so used to being all over the place not everybody not everybody does that like I I would try to do that because I would try to be at a bunch of different I would try to be at as many open mics as I could make all of that so I, I might be downtown one day might try to go to Norfolk after uh, Boys and Girls Club a couple of times because that's really where most of the open mics I would go to were but I remember when I didn't have a car I was I was really still trying to like I was really still trying to I was really passionate about this stuff and I still I still am I'm definitely because I'm just hardly starting to see the, the come up and how I'm able to play into it but during this, I remember one time, oh, this was, yeah, yeah, I would, um, I would rock a open mic thing, and then I, I know one time, I had missed the bus, and it was like, I think it was midnight, so, I called my dad, right? I called him. <laughs> he was asleep. I was like, uh, so, um, I'm at the other side of town. Um, just had this open mic. I was seeing, you know, if I could either get a ride. And then, perfect, perfect timing. In the middle of the call, my phone dies. I'm like, oh my gosh. You're, you're gonna hear a lot like this this is this is this is constant like stuff like this you're gonna hear a lot of these the more I do this because I'm gonna do at least 
even if there's only like two viewers i'm gonna still be doing this at least like at least 10 episodes so i had to i know all that i remember i was like oh gosh because like i wasn't really scared of downtown even though i think it was yeah it was midnight because i was that was the last bus for that area i was on the I was on the Warwick side, so I remember I was like, I know there's one more bus, so I had to, <laughs> if y'all know the, the bridge that y'all can walk over to go on the other side to get near Jefferson, I had to run over that bridge, so I was, I was, I, you know, I had to tap into, I had to tap into a long distance 400 meter uh, track Dwayne, and I was, I was killing that. I really felt like, yo, I felt like I was in one of those, uh, I felt like I was in a movie or something, the way that, like, I literally saw, like, the bus across multiple buildings, and I was, like, <laughs> I was running alongside the bus as it was driving, and I was, like, okay, I eventually got to intercept the bus to where I can be on the same street as the bus, and just pray and hope that the bus stays at the stop sign enough for me to see it running behind it, so... I finally decide to make a cut. I see where there's no gate, so I split through. I um, I have one fence that really looked really was an abandoned building, so no one was gonna trip off of that. And I'm finally on the same street as this bus. So then, I'm I'm like uh, I see it right. It gets stopped by one of the lights. So I'm like yes, I got a little time to catch up. I really start. I'm I'm like right behind it. I. I get to it because the, the bus stop is going to be like at the next street. So what this bus driver does, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm right. I, I catch up to the bus. So I just knock on it at while it's at the stoplight. I'm like, yo. They're like, nope. <laughs> this, stupid ass this stupid ass bus driver really made me run to the next light just to, I, I'm not going to lie. I did, I did like a jog because I was like, you see me and, um. If you still drive away after you know that I'm going to that bus stop, you, you're a hoe. Just, just straight like that. Just straight like that. So, yeah, it would just be stuff like that. That day wasn't even over, too, because I know I had to... The closest bus stop from my house back then was still 30 minutes away. So I didn't get to the crib. <laughs> I didn't get to the crib to like 2.30 that day. But it was... But that, that that just shows the type of stuff that like how how really down for music I was and am for real for real. Right now I uh nah I can't even I can't even catch y'all up to right now for this episode. That's the crazy thing about it. I'm gonna get at least I'm gonna get at least fifteen minutes in because. I should have had like a freaking, I should have had like a, um, a notepad for real, for real to like jot it down. But y'all know I'm lazy as a bitch, not for real, but let me think, let me think of another one where, cause there was a lot of, there was a lot of rap shows where like, <laughs> I still was like, Oh, let me show you. I I'll talk about the last one before um before covid came 
um it was i swear it was literally march the beginning of march though um 2020 there was this uh 757 rap contest and they were um because i was in a rap contest before with um red and new jersey and um it wasn't except this one wasn't mine this one was um red's performance and i kind of opened up for him so with uh this one um because with the jersey one it was ironic because someone from newport news actually won that um and we i don't think yeah we didn't even get top three like i feel like performance rise we definitely got top three overall or at least at least top four if that but um it's really it's really all about connections and back then that's really when i first figured that out so i was like even even if i don't win this junk it's, it's just about connections you know at, or at least make, leaving a big enough print so where at least they're like oh yeah i remember that kid oh yeah yeah i, I definitely remember he's, he's definitely making mood so that that that's how i was trying to come to begin in uh, uh 2020 i was i was like okay we you know i'm slowly getting it so i'm, I'm gonna really put pressure on him this time so um there were auditions because what they were gonna do they were gonna get the top 10 contestants and then they were gonna have them perform not at the coliseum but at the um hampton convention center and there were gonna be three labels there and like a prize of some type but i was like okay it's like all i gotta do is get top 10 the difference for this one what oh dude had i think the set was supposed to be 10 minutes so but mine for this one the beginning one our sets could only be five minutes so the first audition happens and oh my gosh okay so um i couldn't get a ride there it was in portsmouth so i was in newport news i was like how am i gonna get over here because it's like i could lift over there but that that's dropping a crazy bag so i got i got one of my old friends to um pick me up take me there but he couldn't stay there so um said he could drop me off there early because the contest was supposed to start at like nine so he was able to drop me off there at seven thirty. so i was like okay i'm at the thing it hadn't quite opened up yet so i'm like so i'm like okay i'm gonna just uh i'm just chilling at mcdonald's for a little bit um at least until they at least open it up so i'm in the mcdonald's of course i bought some food y'all already know y'all already know i went crazy on the food um i had i had rolled up but i was like nah that, that's for that's for after i perform so i can just tee up and then look for a way home <laughs> and then look for a way home after that so 
I was waiting. It's only like, this is like, mm, yeah, this is where like I started growing out my hair. So it was just like to the point where, sort of like the sort of like the life changes you cover. So I had really short hair. To where, not it wasn't the afro yet, but my waves were definitely disappearing. And the beard was coming in, so I'm assuming that I looked like a, like a, um, I wouldn't say just a regular bum, just like, you know, a, a bum just first, first starting out, you know, like, like I had like a good two months on the street. I'm just messing around, but I was chilling there and apparently like some old dude went up to me and I was like, yeah, I'm about to go crazy at this concert or whatever. And he was like, you know, um, like, like we talked and he was really cool. I don't remember his name, but like, I definitely remember he was like, well, you know, I, I first started talking to you. He was, he was black too. So like, that's why I was just like, uh, he probably, he probably just chilling up in here, but uh, he was definitely a cop and he was like, yeah, man, I, I thought you were homeless. I was like, no way <laughs> you just said that. Cause I was like, I was like, man, I don't even blame you. I'm I'm just here for the grind. He was like, man, I'm telling you. He was like, that's that. He just told me he's just like that's dedication, and he, this is something like I I really did not forget. Cause he was like, I'm gonna remember your face, and because I won't be surprised if I see it on the big stage when like you know he he said he really wouldn't be surprised if I made it and it wasn't because like I showed him my songs like I showed him like a couple of songs um after that but um he was like yeah he really doubled down on it after that because he's like yeah just the fact that you're dedicated enough to sit out here and do that it just shows that it just separates you from a lot of people from the very beginning. So I was like, man, man. I was like, someone, someone sees it, someone, someone sees it, you know? Because already, already, you know, seeing the Eminem interview, so he already said you got to work way harder. And then um the recognition you're gonna uh get so like sure it was like a quick talk but like little stuff like that always they, they be always in my head helping me especially when i'm like man i don't even know how to how to get y'all to listen to this song or how to do that it this because there, there was a bunch of it because it's like that's also why I love performing right um don't get me wrong I love when like someone listens to a song and like they can relate to it but I get to see that in like real time when I perform my songs even if someone like ain't even really feeling it like it just shows that like 
even if they're not really feeling it, usually it's a much bigger, much bigger chance that they can really feel you, feel like where you're coming from for your music. So even if like some people aren't feeling it, at the end of the day, I would say 90% of the people I performed in front respected it at least. And that's really where you need to be at because music is, I feel like music is a lot like comedy. It is a required taste. People can scream from the mountain hill that a certain song is trash that you absolutely love. And that's just the way it is. It really, at the end of the day, it's all opinions. There's no defined um, number one, I guess you could say, like in sports. Um, like, sure, there's like the most streamed, but even people, when people are the most streamed, there's always still debate because people may listen to that record, but they're like, nah, this record's better overall. Forget what all these people said. So that's why, like, I really feel, that's just one of the things I like about music, for real, for real. You can really connect with people. And, like, in real time, I feel like they, they feel it even more. It might just be, like, me being able to see their first reaction while I'm, um, while I'm performing. Because usually, especially when I go across the water, a lot of people I perform for have not heard my songs. They be so slumped. But it's like when they hear it, they're either like, okay. Or like, they're a little, they're a little thrown off. Because that's another thing I like. It's something people haven't heard before. So it's like, how, how are they going to react to this one? And I've definitely done that a couple of times where I've done like this experimental song and took it downtown just to see how how it would how it would affect people, you know. But shoot, I'm trying to think. I know I definitely, dang, I'll definitely be getting off topic. But uh, see, this is this is another reason I think I need a notepad so I can uh, just write this stuff down. But yeah, that was definitely, yeah, because I was talking about the contest at first, and then I was talking about the cop who talked to me before. Oh yeah, let me bring it back, let me bring it back to the contest, because that's not even the end of that. I'll, I'll, I'll finish this one up, and then I guess that'll be the first episode, probably. That's like a good 30, a good 30-some minutes. Yeah, so pretty much, oh, that shit was a uh, bro. It was like 8.15, right? I'm looking at the website. Because I'm like, bruh. There's no, I was getting so mad because I was like, bruh. There's nobody here. But the website still says that it's today. So I was like, what is going on? I was like, bruh. This is, there's no way. I was like, there's no way this is like a fake event or something. But it's like, boom. The event starts at like 8.30. It's 8.45. That's when I'm just like, bro. And then it starts raining. Oh my gosh, it started raining. So I'm like, I'm like chilling. 
under this because it's like a bro i don't even know what them junks are called but freaking a shopping 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 center shopping uh thing so like it was, it was just one of those uh sections so apparently it got canceled because of the weather but they didn't announce that but they didn't announce that junk until like they didn't announce it right they didn't announce it until like 11 p.m the next day i'm like bro we know that now bro. we know that now so but i'm just sitting here i'm just like dog i'm i was I was ready to go crazy for those five minutes to at least have a chance to get in the top five. Because, like, bro, if there's 30 people there, at least for me, I feel like I'm confident to get the top five out of those 30. So that's what I was. I, I was really coming in like, okay, I'm going to show them what I got, blow them away, and then focus on this uh, convention center thing. But then I was just like, here we go. I was just like, it's just how it goes. You know, the, the cop kind of hyped my head up a little bit. But I was still like, same, same bullshit, same bullshit. To get to this shit, it's like, you know it's going to pay off. But it definitely be some bullshit. So I eventually, oh my God, the story don't even end there. So, at like 9, I'm like, alright, this is a dead mission, time to go back to the crib. So, of course, I don't got, I don't really know anybody in the Portsmouth area. So, as far as rides go, I'm like, I'm like, dang, let me see, let me see if there's a bus course not the the bus uh i would have had to um wait until 6 15 a.m to catch a bus there so i was like my only option was lift had to drop like dude it was i don't think it was a friday night um so i believe it uh, if it wasn't a Friday, it was probably a Tuesday where the event happened. But that lift was still like $60. Yeah, that don't was $60. I had to drop the bag on that, wait for my lift driver to get there. And my lift driver picked me up. It was this it was this old man. Looked like about 60-something, like a dad. So then... Whenever I, whenever I run it, especially when I like went across the water, yeah, across the water, I had there would there would just be a lot of, I would meet a lot of people. Now, for the people who know me, they know that unless I'm like super comfortable with you, I do not talk a lot. I don't talk a lot at all, so I would be so confused why these random people would be telling me their life story like I was just like I guess I'm just a good listener probably 
something like that. Just like, cause, especially, what um. I feel like that's one of the traits I picked up from my dad, for real, for real, because he's kind of reserved too, and it was like my granddad always said, "You got two ears, one mouth." So I at least always listen before really going at anything but it would just be these people approaching me so I know like a lot of my spiritual friends would be like you just have a great vibration that just attracts you to people and you know it's just like I'm not gonna knock it cause it's like that could be the case I could have good energy I like to call it good energy you know um Cause I don't really judge people. It just be, I just be like, wow, you, you really telling random people your life story? <laughs> oh my, like, I was in the bathroom, and then someone on the stall was like, it was a public bathroom. So someone was in the stall and was like, hey man, uh, you got a lighter? I did, but I did not want to pass it to the guy in the bathroom when he's sitting down at the bathroom no no you because if i pass it to him he he could have definitely kept that lighter so i was like no nah, man i'm sorry bro uh, i think i think i left it at the crib so he was like uh never mind i think i got one then he sparks sparks a cigarette while he's in the bathroom stall uh, so I was like, ah, that's why, that's, that's the one who's been hotboxing the bath, because I was at work, and they were trying to figure out who's been hotboxing the bathroom, it's like, ah, that's who's been hotboxing, um, I, I was just here for the bag, they definitely weren't paying me enough to care, so, um, randomly, after he lights a cigarette, I'm just in there about to dip, he starts telling me about him in like he told me at least like three prison stories like back to back no I'm not in a rush anywhere I'm on the clock so I'm just like uh, I'm just getting talked to it would just be random stuff like that so before I forget what I was talking about okay because this is, this is one one of the things I'm going to write down when I'm doing my podcast. Because I be getting off topic way too much. But, okay. My Lyft driver. Oh, I wish I had my old phone. Because I, I literally recorded this dude. He he was wild. He had, he had stories on stories. First he was talking about... He's like, yeah, I, I just dropped off this, uh, this college girl from a party. Uh, and she was talking about, can you actually get back faster? Cause I guess I was going slow and he started off like that, but I gotta, I gotta make sure I don't forget anything that he said. I know he was talking about, okay, I'll start with the thing. He said he was the crazy thing. RIP. He said he picked up DMX as a Lyft driver and he gave him like a thousand dollar tip. And he had, he had a picture, so he wasn't lying. I was like, that is, 
that was a fire thing. And then he started talking about, um, he said he visited China because he was, um, I guess in the military and there was like this Chinese festival and he described in detail the different dogs he tried. <laughs> he described in detail the different dogs he tried. And he said they got um they got monkey brain soup, which is pretty much he said that they cracked open the monkey's skull, poured out the brain juices, and um no, they said they cracked open the monkey's skull while it was still alive and drunk the brain juices with a straw. I remember it now. That was the part that I started recording at. I was just like, yo, there's no way I'm hearing this. It's like, there's no way I'm hearing Because, mind you, I'm in Portsmouth. This is a long ride back to Newport News. So he's just, he's just telling me his whole story. And... That's another thing I wonder with, like, drivers and stuff. Because, like, I couldn't be a driver. Because, like, I can talk for a while, like, on a podcast or something. But, like, just talking to random people throughout the day. Or, like, you driving and random people are trying to talk to you. Nah, nah, just, just sign me up for DoorDash. I'm going to just drop it off at your door. And get the same amount of bread that these Lyft drivers be making. Cause. No, no, yeah I could. I couldn't be a Lyft driver. That's just me though. Shit. Shit Dwayne. You gotta keep a car first. Before you become a Lyft driver. Yeah yeah. Alright alright. I got it. I got it. But. Yeah man. That's, that's pretty much about it. I think I did a good amount of time. Um, this is the first episode. What should, shit, what should I call it? Like, Canon Podcast? We'll keep it simple. As long as no one else called it Canon. Bro, someone had to call it Canon. Pro- I'm gonna just call it Canyon Podcast then. But shoot. That's the first episode. Don't got an outro or an intro yet, but I'll catch you on the next one. Y'all be safe.